Well, hello there. Howdy, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Bento Box Gaming Podcast. Actually, the 23rd episode, and we record this on the 22nd. Numbers. Anyway, I am one of your hosts, Nicholas Takanakis, and joining me as always is the wonderful, exuberant, and might I say festive Jordan Malik. Happy how holidays. Doing, oh, happy holidays. How how is how is the Jordan doing? Um, it's it's going well. I mean, like it feels weird. It doesn't feel like it's the twenty second. Like it doesn't feel no. like Christmas is just three days away. It does not. It's weird. Uh, yeah. Honestly, this has been like the least excited I've been for a Christmas like ever. I mean, it's definitely hard to be excited because, like, world sucks. <laughs> um i actually so i think i was talking about this last time i actually got all of my christmas shopping done nice so that's all done which is great because it's three days before christmas and usually i'm like banking on you know some sort of delivery the day of i'm i'm mm-hmm. terrible when it comes to ordering shit like that um i push it off just way 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 too far and then everybody ends up getting gift cards or something because i'm an asshole <laughs> <laughs> um did you get your Secret Santa gift yet in the mail for our, our little Secret yes. Santa thing that we're doing? Yes, I did. Uh, I have okay. all, but I, I need to get gifts for, for four people that we're not exchanging gifts until after Christmas anyway. So it's like, it's fine. Yeah. Um. But, uh, but yeah, for the most part, I'm done. I had, yeah, you know, did I tell you who I had? I think you might have mentioned it in passing, but I try to forget it as soon as people tell me because That's I like good. to have the the illusion that I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, um, yeah, no, like they they're very easy to shop for, so you know uh, that that was all very very easy for me. Awesome, actually, I think I think I'd like to ask you because this is our our last episode before Christmas. I'd like to ask you a question. Yes. A video game Christmassy, video gamey Christmassy question. Um, what in in your in your memory of of things you've gotten for Christmas in terms of video game stuff? What has been like the most exciting thing that you've ever gotten uh, that you've asked for? Like I'm talking, you obviously the the the, the internet meme video of the kid freaking out over the N64. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying you had to be doing that necessarily because I mean that's that's a lot, um, but like. What's what's a gift that you got for Christmas that you're like, oh fuck yeah, I, this I, is awesome. I was pretty close to that when uh, I got the PS3 for Christmas. Really? Yes, because uh, it was like the the first we got it like first year. Like I wasn't like on launch because it was Christmas, obviously, but like it was that first Christmas with uh, with the PS3 out. Uh, my mm. mom was able to to get one for us. And there like there was a lot of hype around that Christmas because um, my mom got the pre-order. And then one day uh, GameStop called the house and uh, Jamie had answered the phone and it was like, hey, is this uh, the, the guy over the over the phone said, hey, is this Sharon Malk? I'd like to talk to you about your PlayStation 3 pre-order. <laughs> Like without ever like, and then immediately like that surprise was surprise was blown for Jamie. So it was like an inside secret or an inside like yeah, uh-huh. an inside secret or joke, whatever you call it, that they had for like the next month. 
they George Bushed you. They did a little inside job on you. I like it. <laughs> and for for the next month, I had to deal with. Oh, did the bread come in yet? And they, they just called it the bread. The and bread. I, I mean, like, I was like, what the fuck is the loaf. bread? <laughs> definitely a loaf. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they came up with that, but uh, that's that's something I'll always remember. And. Funny enough, because I was God. What year was that? Do you remember what year? PS, the PS three, I believe, was oh six, oh seven. So my, because I think I got a PS. I think because I didn't get it, but my brother got a PS three that same Christmas. I want to say. So it was two thousand six. Okay, that sounds about right. I think the funniest part is my dopey little eight year old brain had unwrapped PS three gifts or PS three games and was just like. Hmm, that's weird and didn't think anything of it you know what's funny i i did that same thing because i was trying to think back no to game consoles that i've gotten for christmas and i couldn't remember but then my my pea brain just now triggered and i do remember one christmas i got the game boy advance like the original game boy advance mm-hmm. um and we traditionally the way we handle christmas in our household is Christmas Eve, we have, you know, the the families come over, like Mm -hmm. my aunts, uncles, grandparents, what have you, do a little gift exchange the night before. Then the next day, it's usually just like the people in my own house. Um, And my aunt and uncle had gotten me, (laughs) of all things, a Bionicles game. Uh, As you can tell, I've been cultured for the longest time. Yeah. A a Bionicles game for the Game Boy Advance. And I was like, this is awesome, but I can't play this. I have no (laughs) way. I don't have this. I don't have the system. And she was like, oh, well, (laughs) let me know tomorrow and I'll get you the receipt. And I was like, I guess I'll have to get you. You'll have to. I mean, I appreciate it, but I don't have a Game Boy Advance. And lo and behold, next day, Game Boy Advance, motherfucker. Got it. <laughs> That's so funny. Got it. And I think I think for me, that's probably like the most exciting thing that I've gotten for Christmas. Because I've always loved the Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. And like getting that for Christmas was like the shit. Because I remember I played the fuck out of Kirby Nightmare and Dreamland on that bitch. Like... That's all I played for the longest time. I played a, a very little bit of the Bionic, Bionicles game, which, by the way, I didn't <laughs> ask for the Bionicles game. <laughs> My family knew that I loved Legos, I guess, and they saw Lego Bionicles, and they're like, oh, you know who's going to fucking just eat this shit up? <laughs> My nephew. And I traded it in. Because <laughs> I was like, this sucks. It's terrible. Um, but... Yeah, no, Game Boy Advance was good, but yeah, my brother, uh, my brother Zach did get the PS3 for Christmas back in 06, mm-hmm. and do you want to know the first game that I played on that console? What? Sonic 06, baby! <laughs> <laughs> that, what? legit, so my mom told me that they were getting that for him, and I was mm. like, oh, fuck yeah, this <laughs> is awesome, I'm gonna be able to play the new Sonic game. Shit's going to be wild. And then shit was wild, but for the wrong reasons, because <laughs> it was Sonic 06. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, PS3 for Christmas, That's that's got to be... Yeah, that, that kicks oh, ass. It, 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 was, it, was, uh, it was definitely legendary. I don't remember... Um, 
my Jamie, my brother, he got the N64 for Christmas, but I was uh, like, I was I even alive for that? N64, I believe, was 96. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't even alive, and neither really, like, he was still very young. What was... I would love to say... I, so the N64 it may not have been out... for, for launch, but he got that when he was, like, really, really young. All so right, like... no, yeah, North America got it in 96. So I, George, or Jamie and I are around the same age. I don't know if You're a month older off. Or... Okay. Yeah, you're, you're, yes. he's a month older than you. Um, so we were three. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know for which Christmas, but I do know that uh, our our gr- our gracious aunt Heidi uh, got us an N sixty four. I may have been alive, like I feel like I was alive when she got maybe. us it. Maybe so, so maybe it was a little bit down the line. I don't. I don't think I would have been able to handle an N sixty four at three years old. I. <laughs> I mean, I was still just shitting myself wherever I was going. Yeah, that- and like I was kind of <laughs> focusing on that for the time. <laughs> So, like, I don't think I could have handled this. Oh, is Puppy okay? Yeah, we have... So, I apologize if you do hear her. We have people coming in to work on our heater. Our heater went fucking bad. And, uh, per- perfect time they, of the year. They replaced it today, and it broke again. Oh, that sucks. So, come here. Get, get over here. Get over here. Get on that bed. Lay your ass down. Lay your, lay your poopy ass down. Thank you. I appreciate you. Okay. Um, so, we do have some other things to talk about today. Yes. Yes, we do. Uh, so, we're going to have some continuation of the Cyberpunk 2077 issues. Uh, a lot has happened in a week. Yeah. Uh, both internally and externally with with, uh, with CD Projekt Red. Um. We're also going to talk about because you wanted to a- talk and ask about a-, a question that I tweeted out earlier today, and uh, we're also going to talk about some some Miles Miles Morales today because I finished that over the weekend. Yes, sir. And we'll be able to delve into that a little bit. So, want to start with what I tweeted out today? Do you want to re- read my tweet? Oh, uh, yes. Let me pull up the tweet. Um... Uh, just give me a moment. I just knew what the topic was. I'm now going to your Twitter at the mechanic, or is it just the mechanic or the, yes, the mechanic, T H E M E C H A N I C K. That's, that's me, baby. That's a plug. Uh, if competitive esports had walkout songs like professional wrestlers, what would yours be? And there are just so many great options, I think, for this one. There's a lot of options. Like, this is something um, I've thought about a lot because, like, walk-up songs are are very popular in baseball, too. Um, uh-huh. And firstly, I feel like I would be the kind of person that has, like, multiple different, like, like I would change it, like, every single time. Yeah. Like, cause I'm, I'm like a troll like that. Like there was, uh, there was one guy on the Phillies that he always had his to be a baby shark. Oh my God. Um, just as like, like his kids liked the song, but it was just like, it was, it was funny. (laughs) So like he kept it. See, I, the reason why I said specifically professional wrestling is cause usually the wrestlers are the one who come out and do like all the, the whacked out shit while they're walking. That's true. They do. 
So that's why I was like professional wrestler. Because like, there's been times where I'm, I'm in my car listening to music and I'm listening to some fucking just like raunchy shit. And I'm like, would I walk out to this song if I could? <laughs> would I walk out to this clipping song right now if I could? I don't know if I would. So, but yeah, so what is, do you, would you have like a standby that you walked out to or like what, what songs immediately come to mind when you read that? So, so it, it would be a reflection of my mood. Um, like there are some songs, like there are some Kid Cudi songs that like, you know, I would have like in this rotation, like I'd have like a playlist, you know, and I tell, I tell the DJ, Hey, surprise me, pick a song from the playlist. Um, I'd also have like a bunch of meme songs. Like I would absolutely have like Gangnam style. I would have baby shark. I would want like, what does the Fox say? Just, just for shits and oh giggles. <laughs> like, that sounds awful. But, but it's funny because it's <laughs> awful. Like, like I, I would love like a ton of that, like really cringy stuff as well. What, what, what would yours be? So I have a few. Um, I would, I would do a mixture of like actual video game music and then like other, like more serious music. So like, I, I thought about like, if I walked out to like concept of love from jet set radio, like mm-hmm. that would be just fucking wild. Um, but then I thought about too, like there's a song from, uh, injury reserve called all this money. And it's just a song about being rich as fuck and not giving a fuck. So like, <laughs> I thought, Oh, imagine walking out. Like it's an aggressive episode of MTV Cribs, and I'm about to just <laughs> lay lay some video games down on somebody real quick. Like um, X X going give it to you would definitely be on my playlist, as well as Fight Night by Migos. Uh, if I wanted to get really just out of pocket with it, I guess Death Camp by Tyler. Mm. Uh, that would be hilarious. Uh, yeah, no, there's. A, I feel like I have the same thing. I would have a playlist that I would default to. And then depending on what uh, mood I was in, like if I was like a really like let's fucking go kind of mood, I'd put uh, Wake Up by Duckworth on because that's just like a high energy, yeah. I'm going to fight somebody song. Um, so yeah, I have, a, I have a lot of different things, but it's funny because these are things that I think about because like, I'm never going to do that. But if I did have the <laughs> chance, if I did have the chance, I'm going to make my fucking 30 seconds worth it. Oh my God, if I ever get to be either either famous or uh or a competitor like one person that i take one uh, professional athlete that i take like a lot of i feel like we have very similar energies is odell beckham jr because uh-huh. he's old like he is a showman but like you know he's also like he's a real person all that like he he gets tired of it a little bit but he like he's known for just like dancing and interacting with the crowd and doing all this re- like being just like a super fun guy uh-huh. And like I really like identify with that. Like I like I would totally like if my walkout song was Ape Shit by the Carters or Uptown Vibes by Meek Mill, I would totally be like dancing, like trying to get the crowd, like dancing with the crowd. Like I I I'd just be all that positivity and energy, just very very ex- very abs- uh. Ex- I'm trying to think of the word exuberant. Exuberant. That was the word. I was about to say absorbent, but I was like, I want the opposite of absorbent. You're not SpongeBob. I want. <laughs> I'm porous. I want to be porous. Um, <laughs> also, I completely forgot to mention for my jokey kind of songs, anything by Zach Fox. Square up, the bean kicked in, like anything, like all of those. Any of those songs would be hilarious to me. I I probably throw like a Joji song on there uh, to be funny. Who hurt you? 
<laughs> no, I, like you know, you mean Pink Guy. You don't mean Joji. Joji is no, there's Sad like, Boy Hours music. No, there's there's like one song I'm thinking of. Oh, give give me a second. It it wasn't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say just Joji. It was on that collaborative album. Pink season. No. What's the like the the rap group that Joji's a part of? Joji. You're, you're talking no, about Filthy he, Frank. Yes, he, he's like he did. He did a collaborative thing. Eighty eight rising. Yeah, that's his. Yeah, that's his label now that he's Sad Boy Hours. Yeah, he did an album, uh, Head in the Clouds. Like, Head in the Clouds is an album by 88 Rising. Um, oh. And I forget what song it is. I'm, kind of, I'm looking at the album now, trying to remember. Because I was going to say, be, if you're... It might be Peach Jam, but there is a song that is very inadvertently, like, it's it's like, it's, it's about, uh, it's a very sexual uh, song, but like, and not like a normal way. It's like just kind of gross, but it's if like meant to be. <laughs> if, see, that's the other thing too. Is you could go to pink his pink guy shit for pink season, and just throw that shit on shuffle, and you land on gold. That's true. That like you true. could be like here have this, and you could walk out to fucking <laughs> club banger three thousand. <laughs> Uh, what else we got here? Dick Weddy. Dick Weddy's a, a certified hood classic. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, Hot Nickel Ball. Great. Shut the fuck up. Great. Like, just throw that shit on. So you can't go wrong with that. Oh, that's, that's so true. But, you know, there's, a, there's so many different songs that you can, that you can land on that are just full of hilarity. Yeah. Um. Let's move on to some. Which actually do you want to go to next? I'll let you. Pick. So originally, I put a footnote in for something, but then I completely forgot about what Kentucky Fried Chicken did today, and I posted it in our our chat here on Discord so you can see it for yourself. Wait, is this real? So remember back a while ago, Kentucky Fried Chicken and the Colonel memed about their next gen console. Yeah. So it's real. It's a real thing. Um, it looks like a collaborative effort between them and Cooler Master, the uh, PC peripheral company. And nobody knows the specs on it. Nobody knows what it actually... Because it's a real functional computer. Um, nobody knows what it plays. Nobody knows what it does, except for it heats up and keeps your, your fried chicken warm. What the... F so there, there's, a, there's a tray receptacle in the front whatever you want to call it and uh it has a here i'll put a video in here for you too that they put out today this, sh this um, shit's an air fryer <laughs> it basically is but it also plays video games <laughs> and i'm assuming this is a one-off i'm that's, that's what i'm thinking and they're probably going to give like one away and i want it um i don't know what kind of specs it has like i said but if you have, it looks like it can hold what like four pieces, like four Sorry. legs, five. I don't, it's not a very big. You're not fitting a family sized bucket in that bitch, but like you're getting chicken in there. I mean, in this in this one uh, in the video, it, it looks like they got like five or six oh. pieces, maybe. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. There actually is a web. You know, there's a website. With with specs, I'm sorry, I apologize. Redact that, <laughs> roll that back. 
this thing is ridiculous. They have a see-through skeletal shot of the console, and at the base of it is a GeForce fucking... What is that? What kind of card is that? Does yeah, it tell it's me? an RTX something. It's an RTX something, and it's so it's probably an RTX 30,000 series or 30 series, whatever you want to call it, because it's touting 200, 240 frames at 247 or 240 hertz, uh, 4K gaming, ray tracing, VR ready. Uh, looks like they put a Fire Cuda NVMe in that shit, as well as a Seagate. Oh, they have two Seagate Barracuda, one terabyte SSDs. Why not just one two terabyte? The world may never know. <laughs> uh, looks like they went with an Asus Asus graphics card, um, and it's being powered by a custom Cooler Master NC100 chassis. That's the bucket, and it's being the the core power, the core heart of the machine is an Intel NUC with an i9 ninth generation in it so you got an i9 intel processor you got some sort of higher end geforce card in there this thing's legit i'm i'm just blown away but so yeah it's just a custom gaming pc however you know what my custom gaming pc can't do jordan it can't fry chicken you know what your PS5 can't do? It can't you're damn fucking right. Well, hold on. I'm going to redact that. Have you ever felt the back of your PS5? When you're <laughs> ch- like when you're going, like playing a game, like a high high rate of of uh, of uh, gaming. You, your gaming is just way over the speed limit and you're pumping. I have not. Because I did a few times in playing Spider-Man Miles Morales, which we'll get onto that shortly. Um that bitch gets hot, and I feel like if I had a metal basket zip tied to the back of my PS5 with pieces of fried chicken in there, they would be kept above room temperature and below fryer temperature. So not necessarily cold, but definitely not fresh out the fryer warm. Mm-hmm. Um... This thing's hilarious to me. Like, I wonder if it's real. Like, there's no information. It's real. Like, but I'm not seeing like any price, any pre-order information. Well, it's it's so I don't think it's gonna a price pre-order thing. I think it's gonna be like a one-off thing that they're gonna give away. Uh... So, world's first built-in chicken chamber. Never risk letting your chicken go cold again thanks to the patented chicken chamber. Utilizing the system's natural heat and airflow system, you can now focus your gameplay and enjoy hot, crispy chicken between rounds. With an ace, with a with a GeForce card in there, you better be careful that shit don't burn. <laughs> That's hilarious that they're like, what can we use in a world where Xbox and PlayStation are like vapor chambers and liquid metal. What could we use as a natural heat sink? Delicious original recipe <laughs> fried KFC chicken. That's amazing. That's this is the future. Fuck whatever you, you're trying to get from Sony or Mike. This is this is the future. Like PlayStation put the, in that giant ass heat sink. Meanwhile, KFC is putting in an, a literal oven. Sony, you're on notice. Do do the, put a 
because I'm looking at my PlayStation. What if, okay, one up them. Here's my pitch to Sony. What if the top shell of the PS5 opened up and doubled as a panini press? Or a George Foreman grill. Or it does have the ridges to knock out the fat. It could be a George (laughs) Foreman grill. And then, like, the Xbox, I think that is just, you're writing him a wall with that one. That's just a grill. You got the holes up top. Yeah. That's where the heat comes out of. That's where, well, the one that started smoking, you could be a smoker, I guess. <laughs> um, but this thing is, is rad as hell, and I want it. And if they try, if they give it away, I, I want to be first in line. Oh, hell yeah. I want it. Hells yeah. But, uh, no, check this shit out for yourself because it's absolutely bonkers. They have a website, uh, coolermaster.com slash KFC, sorry, KF console. And then they actually have a, a I didn't know tw- if KFC had a gaming section, like a, a gaming. Yeah, I don't know what that would is, be called. This is news to me, too. Like a, a gaming, gaming brand. I'm going to follow it, though. Yeah, I was looking I'm through gonna... their replies. They're, they're, they're pretty active. I think Taco Bell should have that. Taco Bell Gaming, because I want to get free Baja Blasts. That's hilarious. Okay. So check that out for yourself, because this is literally better than anything that I've seen on the market today. Uh, But moving on, I do want to mention this very quickly. We talked about Among Us coming to Game Pass last week, and I had briefly mentioned, like, hey, I wonder if this will come to, to consoles. And Jordan was like, no, it won't. I'll be honest. I don't. I don't remember any. Like, I do not remember my stance. I, I like. I, I. I need to. You didn't really have a stance. It was just more of like I don't think prediction. this can work on other consoles. And I was like, Yeah, you're probably right. And then it came to the Switch and the Xbox One. Did I really say it wouldn't work on other consoles? That's stupid. <laughs> um. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be surprised if I said it. I'm a little dumb. You're not dumb. It's fine. I mean, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Um. So if you, if there's anything that you want released on some systems, just tell Jordan. He'll be like, that won't come out. And then mm-hmm. hopefully a week later it will. Jordan, could you wish for a complete version of Cyberpunk 2077 for me, please? And thank you. Ratchet and Clank will come out. Or won't come out. Won't come out. Damn it. I messed Damn it up. It. You've, you've, you've caused a rift in time. Oh. <laughs> um, but I would like to talk about, we do have an update from the CD Projekt Red Cyberpunk fiasco? Faux pas? I feel like fiasco is a very kind word for it. So what have you... Because obviously, since I'm fully invested into this game, I've, I've seen and been had my, had my nose to the ground, so to speak, for everything going on. What have you seen this week? And I'll try my best to fill in the blanks. So this week it started off with uh, like the game was broken. I'm trying to remember yeah. what exactly. So last week we talked about how it was broken. Yeah. Um, there was a patch that fixed some things apparently. Like I, I don't know how it affected really last gen, but it made uh, PS5 and Series X better. Uh-huh. Um, and there were a bunch of refund fiascos and people being denied their refund as well. Correct. Uh, and then I did. I feel like I saw people suing uh, CD Projekt Red for false advertising uh, because they purposefully did not show. Uh, they did not give review codes 
on the last gen systems and also like in the trailers and everything did not use last gen consoles mm-hmm. um oh and also it was taken down off of the the playstation xbox live store wait or not xbox it, live yet so it wasn't taken off xbox live it actually won't be getting taken off xbox live ah. um this is the in my recent memory um only game to be like high profile game to be removed off of the playstation marketplace i've never heard of anything like this before i mean as broken as some games have been like no man's sky still stayed on there yeah um uh fallout uh 76 stayed on there that was broken um so you you got the gist of it just about um two hot fixes came out um, they were mostly to fix, you know, stability stuff and quest fixes and bug fixes. Actually, the problem was, um, Hotfix 1.05 came out the other day, fixed a lot of stuff, broke some more stuff, which is just fantastic. I love when patches come out and just they alleviate one issue and create whole new ones. That's um, yes. So, um, and it, it seems like. I, my, I haven't played it since the new patch came out, and actually I've decided that I'm not going to continue to play Cyberpunk for two reasons for the, for the time being. One, I have a lot of games I want to finish before we talk about our Game of the Year stuff. Of course. Um, and two, I just I want to wait for this game to be completely fixed so that I can, I can enjoy it without any sort of frustration. Mm-hmm. Um, but that brings me to, I don't know how this game is going to be fixed because... The two updates they've put out so far have been gigantic. We actually did the math, me and another friend of mine, and the PS5, PS4 version, whatever you want to call it, um, the amount of updates we've had so far nearly doubles or nearly matches the amount of on-disk data and has pretty much doubled in space uh, on his console. Um, which is roughly 100... I think the game's like 70 gigs, so it's roughly uh, at 120, 130 gigs right now, so just about, you know, just shy of double the space. And these are billed as small updates. There's two large updates coming in January and February. Yes. How fucking big are those updates going to be? I I cannot even imagine. Space-wise, you're going to be fucked. Yeah, it's like Call of Duty with all their updates oh and shit. God. 300 gigs, 400 gigs. This game basically needs a uh, No Man's Sky. What was that like big update they did? Like the next update? Yeah, or, uh, yeah next. The, the last game that I can really think about that had a fuck up this bad and came back from it was Final Fantasy XIV. Um, because there was Vanilla XIV 1.0 and then A Realm Reborn, which was... 2.0 but square enix came in completely blew out that original dev team and hired a new dev team and nearly a decade later they've they've turned that game around so it's it took a while well wasn't 14 um, a games as a service though no it's an mmo oh oh, so, oh yeah well, I mean, that's, I, I, a, that's a games as a service sure yeah um so we'll, we'll see what that has to do but there were some issues with some refunds um they stated that hey you can refund the game on any platform basically you know just contact sony contact microsoft you can refund it wasn't the case they didn't talk to sony or microsoft and they were like what are you talking about um so it ended up with people 
requesting refunds, not being able to get them, and eventually led to them to Sony delisting the game off their store because I think when you thought about it, they have to for sure Sony to be able to issue refunds, the game has to be considered broken. And for the game to be considered broken, they have to delist it from the store to not sell it anymore. Gotcha. So for now, the game will stay off the store until it's fixed. And probably, I assume, we'll have to go through recertification with Sony. Um, Microsoft is offering refunds, but keeping the game on the store. Uh, certain brick-and-mortar stores are extending uh, refunds for physical copies. Mm-hmm. And uh, the CD Projekt read themselves said, hey, if you can't get your money back for a physical copy, we will give you the money out of our own pocket, which they should. Um, That's wild. Yes, 100%. Um, although I, I will note that sales numbers came out today, and even with refunds and updates, the game still managed to crack over 13 million sales. That's awesome. Um, which, I mean, sure, cool. Um, and then finally, yeah, the lawsuits. So lawsuits are being brought against CD Projekt Red from investors from Poland as well as America uh, because of the basically the state of the game. You know, they feel like they've been lied to. They feel like they've lied to their fan base. And I mean, you know, the 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 feedback from this game has caused a lot of the the stock price to to dive. Um, I think they were saying that the 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 trio of founders who have a majority stake in the company lost a billion dollars like overnight like it just it just tanked oh my god Um, billion or million i'm not sure how much it's a lot of money (laughs) um so now the investors are like hey you fucked up and you fucked with our money so now we're going to (laughs) now we're going to sue you um and they might have a case um wait the who were the investors suing cd project red what that's crazy Yeah, yeah Because they, 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 it's not like, how can I put this? It's not like they released a game that just wasn't well received. They released a game that caused consumer trust to be broken. Yeah, that's true. And they just, they not only lied and deceived to their, their customer base, but they lied to various companies who host their games and lied to the, you know, the investors themselves. So now, you know, if I have a large stake in that company, say I have, you know, hundred thousand dollars worth of stocks that's not enough for a majority stake but i have you know maybe voting and i'm getting you know i i have interest in, in that company doing good and now you've released a product purposefully in a bad state i'm i'm gonna stick to that purposefully in a bad state and have caused me to lose literally thousands of dollars overnight i'm gonna be pissed yeah so you know there's there's definitely a leg to stand on there um but this is crazy because, like I said, I, I don't remember anything like this happening ever. I, I mean, I've I always agree seen, like with lawsuits that. between like the like the ownership of IPs and stuff like that, but like whole class action lawsuit. Yeah, like rem- like we like we were talking about the the Epic and Apple lawsuits yeah. that that were happening a while ago. Like they happen in games, but nothing like this. This is definitely not. This has been a uh, first for history. So this is something we'll, we'll talk about more as more things come out. I didn't want to dwell too, too long on it because I feel like whatever gaming outlet you go on right now, this is what they're talking about. And of course, that's going to be the case. It's the big story. It's a big game. But 
say it's the biggest it's just, game in like the history of ever. Like no no games ever had this much hype. Yeah, I mean, it's, even, it's definitely up there. Even like GTA Five, I would say Cyberpunk was more hyped up than GTA yeah. Five. So, but if you're like me, I'm. It's working for me on PC. I think the game should have just been released on PC first, and then console sometime in 2021. But uh, we'll see what they do to scramble to get this thing in a working condition. Yeah. But I think it's time we move on to our final topic: Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yes. I know you want to talk about this. So I'm like, I just want to say like, you've been saying that you've been having like performance issues, like real bad. Yes. Ones. Yes, I have. I haven't experienced anything really. Like, I think I had one like blue screen and then like that, like just a simple like restart of the game was all it needed. But like, like talk, talk to me more. Cause I literally had a very like normal, like I had no issues whatsoever. So I was having a very normal playthrough, and then the update came out that added performance RT mode. Uh huh. And I don't think that mode is stable because ah. my console hard crashed three times. Gotcha. And what I mean by that, and I know I told you, but I'm just I'm I'm doing this yeah. just to yeah, people, yeah, yeah. The, the good people who are listening can understand where I'm coming from. This wasn't. Like, oh, the game crashed. I sent a crash report to Sony. Everything's well and good. No, my console dead at, dead bricked, froze. I had to get up, unplug the console, plug it back in. Three times. Jeez. And when it would freeze, it would emit a high-pitched buzzing sound. And yeah. since I was unplugging it from the power source directly, I had to rebuild the database every single time. And I was like, well, that just doesn't sit right with me. Oh, that sucks. So I I kicked it back down to fidelity mode. Mm -hmm. And it was fine for the rest of the time. It just the performance RT mode is just simply it's not stable. I would not recommend playing the game in performance RT mode ever yeah. uh, unless they fix it. Um, the other issue that I had with performance RT mode was more of a personal one. Um, I was using the Miles Morales suit from... Uh, into the Spider-Verse. Mm -hmm. And performance on team mode is 60 frames. Yeah. The the animation mod that comes with the, the, the Spider-Verse suit runs, I think, at like 22 to 23 frames. It, it, it's at 24.9, I believe. It's sickening to look at. It's it's like cool thought. Really cool thought to the, the whole purpose was like to to have miles be in the frame rate of the movie yeah like cool thought but oh my god it is so disorienting it, it works when you're playing 30 frames in 60 frames you want to throw up even in like 30 frames i i was having some issues with it it just really bothered me yeah no, I, I can't imagine what it would be like at 60 though horrifying <laughs> this is horrifying um yeah, no, I finished it Sunday, and I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. It was nothing too different from 2018 Spider-Man, um, but had enough little like quirks about it to, to separate the two. Now, I know this is just like a story add-on, basically, mm -hmm. um, but I like the, the different powers that Miles could have, because obviously he has the, the bioelectricity as well as the uh invisibility powers yeah the venom is awesome 
yeah, the Venom's cool. Um, but it's it's very obviously just a a reskinned, repackaged slice of 2018 Spider-Man. I mean, you know, there's bosses that make returns. It's just the same boss, but just recolored with a couple of different little features on them. Well, the the only returning boss was uh, was Rhino. Yeah. Uh, um, the, all the other, well, I say all the other, um, uh, the Tinkerer is a brand new villain. Yeah. Tinkerer was brand new. That the final battle between you and the Tinkerer, uh, is fantastic. I, co- I couldn't agree more. It's, uh, I, it's amazing. I will say both of those games, Miles Morales and original Spider-Man have like some of the best endings and best conclusions to their stories. Like in terms of like, uh, action wise. Yeah, um, that fight just it felt good. Just felt like a really good end point of, of that game. Uh, but what did you like most about Miles Morales in general? I mean, like, so it was like you've been saying it was just more Spider-Man, which like in my the humble onion is not a bad thing at all. I really just loved that it was more of Spider-Man from PS4. So uh-huh. so like I didn't have any issue with that at all. I could see some people, you know, having an issue where it's just like, oh, it's a little stale. This, that, and the other thing. I loved it. Like, you know. Oh, yeah, it's not an issue. Yeah. Like th- they were able to to iron out the wrinkles from uh, like the stale wrinkles by adding in Venom, adding in the invisibility. Because like the stealth in Spider-Man PS4 was like it was very it was weird. Like I just didn't I wasn't crazy about it. Mm-hmm. And the invisibility actually added a lot of a lot of new elements to that. Like you could just if you know, if you're in the middle of a fight and they're really like getting the best of you for a moment, you could just pop into invisibility, skirt off mm-hmm. and then like reapproach. It was it added a lot, a lot of more, a lot more nuance to the gameplay. You had options. You had options. Mm-hmm. And then also something I cannot uh praise enough is that there are no MJ side missions. You're never there. Are, there's maybe like five total minutes when you're not like playing as Spider-Man. Like there, there's the beginning where you're having like Christmas dinner. And then there's one little quick mission where like you go undercover as miles. Like you don't like, like you go to feast and you're undercover and you have to walk around like as miles. That's the only mission like that. Whereas in Spider-Man PS4, there were, tons of mj stealth missions that were a little bit uh uh, grueling but i'm very glad that those weren't in it as well and i was just really happy with like the story as a whole though i thought it did a lot of great things to to really make this make this version of the spider-verse or this you know spider-man universe a lot more full i guess is the word like, like the first game, it was just the Sinister Six, and you get reference to Tombstone and like some of these other guys. It's like, all right, we seen this song and dance before, but now we have, we have Rio Morales, who seems like she's going to be an amazing character. Like, mm-hmm. I'm very excited for her for the next game. We have a much more complicated uh, Aaron Davis than I've seen in like than than we've gotten to see at least in my in my experience. Like Aaron Davis in uh in Into the Spider Verse, like he we didn't get too much into him, but it was very much of like he's a good guy that got caught up in a bad situation, but he died, so he didn't have to live with that. Whereas Aaron mm-hmm. Davis like has to live with that in this because uh 
Prowler doesn't die, like yeah, like in, yeah, in, like in into into the Spider Verse. So I think there's a lot of wrinkles to that as well. There's uh, the the one scene where I guess I guess it's fine if we talk about spoilers, right? Uh, yeah, just yeah. real quick. I, I just do, this is a spoiler check, so if you don't want to be spoiled, yes. Uh, right, I, I guess it, go. yeah, if you don't want spoils, we're, we're 44 minutes in. I'd say skip ahead to the, to the 50 minute mark. Then we'll, we'll be done by spoilers by then. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, cause then we'll, we'll, we'll start, uh, chatting about some other things, but anyway, uh, spoilers starting now. Um, the one scene where Aaron, uh, Prowler stops miles from confronting the tinkerer and he, he mm-hmm. like kidnaps him and then that he, uh, oh, I love that fight. It's such a good fight, and it shows it, it shows so much about like Aaron's selfish struggle of just mm-hmm. like I won't lose you too. I'm not dealing with that. You got to protect yourself. This, that, and the other thing. Just showing that Aaron Davis is just like a selfish person, and like you know, and like he knows that, but he doesn't care about that. And Miles is kind of this little beam of light telling him, like, no, like, you got to be better than this. And eventually beating him in that fight and then going off to stop Tinkerer. And then Aaron Davis, he has this turn of heart. He shows up at the final battle to get, uh, to evacuate the people out of Harlem. Like, mm-hmm. and in the in the post, like in post game, uh, there's uh, actually, no, it's the, right after the, the final, the, the climax, there's, you know, there's that little scene after every climax in any movie, book, video game, whatever, where it's like, you know, this is the world now, haha, like bright and cheery, where it's like Aaron Davis uh, is going to jail for two years because he, he came forward, he was like, I'm the prowler, and uh simon krieger the guy behind nexon did this that and the other thing that he like he did a selfless thing which is like it's a step in the right direction for him so yeah. it's like i like i can kind of see where he's going as as his character or i can kind of see where his character arc is going to go mm-hmm. but i i'm very excited to see how it, how he gets there because i don't think it's going to be super easy especially if he's like in the raft with all these other guys and that's even if he makes it out of the raft, because like you know, since he's going to be seen as as a snitch and all this other stuff. So there, there's a there's a lot of different ways he could go. And at, we got another teaser about Harry. Uh, yes, ha- Harry Osborne. Which, I I have theories. Uh, let me let me hear your theories first. I I think. I, so when he was in the thing, it looked like there was symbiote around him. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong in that assumption? It, it it looks like he's going to be Venom. It okay. I'm glad it wasn't just you. I saw that shit and I was like, yo. And yo. It it's really really cool. And here we go. Um, another thing was I I personally play with subtitles. Um, yeah, same too. Yeah, like I, I feel like it helps me a lot with my with my ADHD and all this other stuff. You have eighty of them. Say again. You have eighty of them. <laughs> but That's if a you, lot of high definitions. So then you should know uh, if if you play with subtitles, you notice that the doctor helping Harry and treating Harry is uh, Doctor Kirk Connors, who mm-hmm. is who is the the lizard. Yes. So we now have that official, like Kirk Connors is in play now. And yes. 
we 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 obviously have Norman Osborn. He he appeared. Uh, the post the post credit scene is uh, it's from the point of view of Harry. He's in the tank. You see this venomy goo all around him, and Norman Osborn's just like, let's get him out. Like just just like bring him out here. Like you know, we'll we'll like like release him. Like stop treating him. Let let's get him to live his life again. And you know who knows how that's gonna go. Is Norman Osborn ever gonna become the the Green Goblin? Like it's it's gonna be gonna be wild to see the the direction yeah. that it goes um i will say too in the comics uh i forget which one uh harry osborne is is venom yes so there there's a few different like there is some comics where harry osborne takes on the green goblin i think he actually does that yeah. in the movies as well so what wouldn't it be fucking rad if for spider-man 2 like Maybe the buildup of that game. Maybe they, you know, they throw in the Green Goblin with, you know, Harry or not Harry. Uh, who was it? Norman Osborn. Norman, yeah. And like maybe like Norman like takes on the mantle of Green Goblin to try and stop his son. And like maybe like Spider Man Two ends with you know Venom being created, and then you know Spider Man Three we get Venom and Carnage and all that fun good shit. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but I, I'm glad you and I had the same assumption about Harry becoming Venom. Because I got super fucking excited for that. Oh my god, it, it's it's so exciting, and mm-hmm. you know maybe we'll finally see. I forget if so. Spider Man is appearing in uh in so actually I think we can stop spoilers now. We're at the fifty minute mark. Yeah. Um, Spider Man is going to be in Avengers, uh, the, like the PS4 game Avengers. Uh. Is I don't think we know if that's the same exact Peter Parker or not yet. No, I think that's a different universe because they're in California. They're in uh, San Francisco in but, that one. But that's uh, a point in Spider-Man, PS4, and uh, Miles Morales is that they have left Avengers Tower in New York. If, if you, that's true. If you swing by as Miles, he says, man, it feels weird, uh, Avengers Tower being empty now or, or something like that. So I, See like, that's the that's the confusing thing. I don't know where these games fall timeline wise, and what what universe they follow. If they follow the cinematic universe, which I don't think they do, or if they follow a different in game universe that they, connects to the Square Enix one. They are for sure at the very least like this. The video game universe is a thing for sure. Yeah. Uh, the only real confusion is whether it's the same as the square enix universe yeah which i'm i'm trying to to do a little you know investigating real quick um but if the if those are connected then that opens up such a world of possibilities yeah for sure um but i'm excited i'm excited for the future of that series um if you if you get the chance to play miles morales Get it on sale. I would say not the full fifty that it costs for that game. Yeah, it it'll it'll go on sale pretty soon. I think. Yeah, but uh, yeah, definitely play that game. Very good. Very very good video game. Yes, and I also I think that the the story is like a a must experience for any like younger people. Like I think uh, I th- like specifically like I'd say high school and like entering college, maybe even maybe even just leaving college. Because the story had like a hell of an impact on me that it's mm-hmm. basically just all about Miles Morales, like 
like the elevator pitch is that like he's trying to like be perfect, but he keeps like he keeps making mistakes. But he eventually like overcomes all this self doubt and all this, you know, to finally just like succeed. It was just like that overcoming of of self doubt and that rot. Like he became Spider Man, and that yeah. I think that that uh, uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? It, it was a coming of age story. Yeah, well, what I really like about Miles Morales, not only in the in the game but in the movie, is that he, like you said, always feels like he needs to be perfect, and he's always comparing himself to Peter. Yes, and the the tagline of the game of you know, be yourself. I thought was really great in terms of his character because I feel like throughout the game and you know all the the media that he's in, it's always he's comparing himself to Peter Parker and he's not as good as Peter Parker and he's trying to be you know the best that he can you know perfect when he just has to be him and that's enough. Yeah. So that's why I've, I've always loved about the Miles Morales storyline because it wasn't about comparing him to to Peter. It was just about Miles realizing that he is enough. And he doesn't have to compare himself to anybody but himself. Yes. So I, I really like that about about his character. And that's why I was super excited to play this game because Miles is probably my favorite Spider-Man. Oh, Wait, iteration uh, of Spider-Man. Miles Morales is now my favorite, like, because Into the Spider-Verse, freaking loved that. Like, I absolutely yeah. adored that. And now after this game, I think Miles Morales has usurped uh, Deadpool as my favorite superhero, like in total. Because mm-hmm. I just, I really just, I, I like, I like, I just love everything that he is. Yeah. Yeah, th- for sure. There's a lot of good imagery and good messaging behind him. And uh, I like that. Yeah. But, like, uh, like I, I actually tweeted about this. Like, I, mm-hmm. like, I, I was, I was sobbing at the end. Like, I, I didn't really understand, like, why at the time. But it was just like, I was just like, like, I was ugly crying at the end of this game because of just like, of how much like I needed to like experience that story as like a reminder for myself. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I, like, I constantly feel so much pressure on me all the time, like about like similar things, like very similar to what like Miles is going through. So it was mm-hmm. like, fuck if, if I don't like, I just need to learn what Miles is learning. And it's yeah. like I feel like everyone that's around like my age, younger and older, can can use that. Mm-hmm. I agree. But uh, yeah, definitely very good. Definitely check it out. Uh, I'm sure it will come up next week. Um, so uh, Jordan and I have decided. If you, are you ready to move on from Miles Morales? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Jordan and I have decided that uh, for our game of the year stuff, we're going to do it next. Next week is going to be that episode. Um, I don't know about you. I think the best way to go about it is not to do your your run of the mill. Here's our categories. Here's what's nominated. <laughs> Here's what wins. I think the best thing to do for us is just to talk about the games that we like this year each, mm-hmm. and you know, because I know we we have some games that cross over that we liked games that would maybe you know you like that i don't vice versa and then games that maybe you played that i didn't play and again vice versa so um and then just wrap it up by giving just my personal game of the year your personal game of the year and just going with that i think that's a a better way of doing that if you're up for that let me let me uh shoot you an idea feel feel free to say no to this that's fair what if we 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 give like we set on a couple of categories per se 
and we each submit like we could talk about like during the show we could talk about whatever we want to talk about but we at the end of the day we each submit one like i submit one you submit one and then we let uh twitter decide uh yeah we, we, can we do, do a little twitter we can, poll. We, can, we can try that out we, yeah, we, we can see what we can do with that um for sure uh, and then we'll talk a little bit too about what we're looking forward to most in 2021. Yes. Yeah, a lot of things to look Whew. forward to. Um, but are you ready to wrap up, sir? Yeah. Awesome. So this has been the Bento Box Gaming Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please let us know how you how, how you feel about it. Uh, we are always open to any sort of criticism, any sort of words that you might have for us please uh the the best thing you could do to help us out is to share this with a friend uh help us grow our audience hey hey check these guys out they talked about kfc's video game console isn't that weird um if you want (laughs) more content from bento box you can find us on facebook twitter instagram uh bento box gaming uh if you want more from me you can find me on Twitter at the mechanic at T H E M E C H A N I C K. I'm also on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash BB underscore pepperoni chan. Uh, Jordan. You can find me on Twitter, on Twitch, on Instagram at J O R D O N M A L I C K. That's Jordan Malik. Uh, you can also find me, uh, hit me up on PlayStation as well at jmal05. Just tell me you're a friend of the show. Um, Jamal. Yeah, Jamal. Um, I stream at least once a week. I've been I've been doing good about that. Um, and that's uh, all I have. I think. Follow me on Instance and Twitter. Awesome. Well, again, like I said, thank you for listening to us this week. And uh, until next time, no funny message this week. Just enjoy yourself. Enjoy your holidays this year. Please do your best to stay socially distanced and and safe so that we can get through this pandemic faster and have a much better 2021 happy holidays everybody happy holidays